0: Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play indie games from itch.io and elsewhere. My name is Alex Honnett.
1: My name is Eric Taylor-Roth.
0: And our producer, sometimes producer, sometimes, not sometimes producer, sometimes silent producer is Matthew Haddock. We were inspired to play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality when it was launched in June 2020. It raised over $8 million for charitable causes. We now play through that bundle other bundles and other games that celebrate the spirit of indie gaming and social justice. This is episode 64 and we have put 181 of the 3,451 games in our bundles. And we promise to play all of them. Thank you for joining us today. That number is going to go up folks. <laughs> it's officially going up because last week the bundle for Ukraine closed up with 6,370,444, $447 and 20 cents raised. Um, for two Wait, wonderful organizations.
1: This this number, this three thousand five hundred four hundred three thousand four hundred fifty one doesn't include the Ukrainian bundle in it. It
0: does not include the Ukrainian bundle. So we <laughs> we keep on adding games on. We're gonna play all of them. There's no question in our heads that that's what's gonna happen. But you know, yeah. we are adding we are adding a lot onto it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, plus, like the the book club games.
0: Yeah. Exactly yeah yeah you sound like you're doubting if we're ever gonna get this I, no, done
1: no i'm just it's not that i'm doubting it's just sort of like i'm just it's this is it's awesome you know, some, it, we no, we it's
0: heroic in the greek sense
1: well some weeks some weeks you look at it and you're like man sure and then some weeks you look at it and you're like oh oh but that's that's all part of the that's all part of the game you know what i mean
0: Brother, sometimes I hear like, you. Yeah,
1: sure. Then sometimes, like, Whoa.
0: Sometimes Whoa. the bundle, uh, you're the bundle. Sometimes the bundle uh, eats you. Sometimes mm-hmm, you eat the bundle. Mm-hmm, and sometimes mm-hmm, the bundle mm-hmm, eats you. There's mm-hmm. something sometimes there. Sometimes the
1: bundle plays you. Sometimes yeah, sometimes you're, play you're playing
0: the bundle. Sometimes the bundle plays you. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Um. What are you playing these days? You're still you're Elden Ring. I'm still
1: ringing. playing Elden Ring and Apex Legends and Rocket League. Elden yeah, Ring,
0: Apex I'll be Legends, Rocket League,
1: Rocket League. I played um about five seconds of Chrono Trigger yesterday, and but my controller wasn't uh just didn't like sync up correctly to the game. Why not the snuff? So it was it was like there was like a four second delay, and I was like unplayable. Quit. So. We'll Thank
0: there. God. You'll figure it out. We'll get there.
1: How about you? What are you playing?
0: I'm still uh, working my way through the new game plus on triangle strategy, um, playing a different path than I did previously. Again, all my strategy heads out there, if you got to switch, I strongly recommend this. If you liked Final Fantasy Tactics, you'll love this game. There's a, a lot of cutscenes and dialogue, but they earn it eventually. Um, and, and you're playing back through again, you can skip it all, which is nice.
1: Sick. sick Who's um, on the episode this we week? We got our
0: guy Nate Sherman. Uh oh, Nate's boy. the best. I know him from my time in Chicago. He's a comedian actor and really just a positive, wonderful guy. <laughs> He's got a great energy.
1: Mm. Compared
0: to this grump we got on the line right here.
1: Hey, look, all I'm saying is
2: <sighs> Um
0: our cause this week is Black Lives Matter LA. Uh Black Lives Matter Los Angeles is the original chapter of the global movement built to challenge state-sanctioned violence against black people and to vision and build a just and free society. Since 2013, BLM organizers have been doing work to disrupt systems of oppression and work vision and build the kind of world in which they want to live. Their work includes nonviolent direct action, policy work, movement building, strengthening alliances, community self-care, and creative engagement. Uh, You can find out more about Black Lives Matter Los Angeles at bmla.org or at BLMLA on Twitter. It's an important it. cause. Yeah. We've donated to them. And if you donate send proof to Bumblebuddies Podcast at gmail.com, we will shout you on the show. Let's get into the show.
1: Hell yeah. See you on the other side.
0: When did you start? What were you playing? Oh what 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 is it? Because I, I you're you're a gamer. Like I'm I know that I know this company. about yeah. you. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yes, very much so. Yeah. I'm a proud, proud gamer. Before it was cool. Um, yeah. Well. Okay. Sorry.
1: I. When, love I was like, you were asked a question, and I. Uh, when did? All right. This is like totally. I'm sidetracking before we love even it. get started. When? When did you first think about Ukraine? No. Oh. No. 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 <laughs> okay. But like gamer. When Do you remember when you heard the term gamer? Because if you, were, oh. if you were a gamer before, I remember when people started saying the word gamer about 10 years ago. And I was like, mm. I play video games all the time, but I'm right. not a gamer. Do you, do you have a moment where you're like, oh, now I am a gamer? Like, that <laughs> identity was not. Like, I
3: play okay. games. I love So it. I have to understand that. I want to I understand why you created that delineation. <laughs> why you went, I, I do this physical activity called gaming, but I myself
1: am not a gamer. i <laughs> a gamer. I, I don't know. Going- like,. I don't like. It just seemed like. I, what does that mean to be a gamer? Like, you I don't. Know, know, I don't like,
0: subscribe to the lifestyle.
3: Like, of the I play
1: game. video game. What the fuck is a gamer? I don't like. You know, there was just a I point. Feel of, that.
3: No, <laughs> it was just intrinsic. It was in you. By then, you were just. It was just a part of what you did. That was right. exactly me. Right.
1: right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Now.
3: <laughs> no, for me, it was around like the Madden era, like the early two thousands. The Madden era was when it was like I heard the term gamer.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Uh, for real, because by then, like I say. I was already playing Final Fantasy VII, and then restarting Final Fantasy VII because I didn't actually know what I was doing, so I had mm-hmm. to redo it again. Right, mm-hmm. like, like, like you know, but like really, like digging in and understanding, like, oh, you have to like learn this game in order to be good at it. Yeah, like that. I was already doing that before we had heard the term gamer,
2: right? right. <laughs> yeah, you know I
3: mean, For like, so yeah, I think I think early two thousands, and yeah, when it was presented to me, I think it was, everybody yeah, already knew
0: that. I know? definitely think that there was like a a when video games that that sort of like ps2 ps3 era is when that distinction sort of like a mm. lifestyle kind of mm-hmm. came into being you know, you know what's what funny I mean? is xbox I feel
1: 360 like i didn't xbox. hear the term gamer until later like i think it was like 2012 mm. or something for me so maybe okay. i had just like i don't know it to me it meant like a like you did it online. I guess that was to me the delineation. Right, you know, like you played online yeah, like against other people. And and then uh, if you weren't playing online against other people, you weren't a gamer. You just played video games.
0: Ooh. See okay. <laughs> I don't know. All
3: right.
1: I this is I I have no real take this. Here. is an interesting just, this is a very interesting thesis no. statement, Eric. I'm like I just guys, I'm in a bad mood. It has nothing <laughs> it's got nothing. Nate Sorry. Listen. No, no,
3: no. Not even sorry. Because look. Because I just looked up. This is what came out in 2012. And like if you were a gamer, you did this stuff. Borderlands 2.
2: Mm. Far Cry
3: 3. Journey came out in 2012. Big game. Uh, uh, Mass Effect 3. Walking Dead. And uh XCOM. Uh, like
1: XCOM huge. came out in 2012?
3: Yeah. That's what, that's wow. what my
0: infallible Google search.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That okay. would be such
0: a funny thing for Google to fuck up. Where it's like, oh. Uh, sorry. Actually, XCOM didn't come out. In Ooh, 20, you know what I mean? mean? Oh wow! How did we get that wrong? I oh, God. God.
1: Uh, yeah. Sorry, Nate. You, when did no, you Eric. I'm, I'm, did totally you... no, you. No, no. I'm totally with you. I'm totally
0: with you. There's something about it. Like there, there is something like deeply cynical about like the term gamer, kind of. But mm. I think the cynicism is also what kind of makes it fun. In my head, it's like FPSs broke through in a big way, and it kind of created this companies were like, oh shit, we could like market to, like, people who play video games as, like, gamers. And for me, it's, like, in my head, it's, like, Halo 2, Halo 3. Mm, like, you know, mm, Taco mm-hmm. Bell, Mountain Dew, Co- like, Gamer Fuel, <laughs> like, all that sort of stuff, like, featuring that. That's that's when I think of Gamer,
1: gamer, Fuel. Uh, gamer Fuel.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Wait, so did they- you
0: Did you ever drink uh, Gamer Fuel,
3: Nate? <laughs> okay, so if I remember right, is that... Okay, for some reason, when you said that, I started thinking of Vigilante 8 off of PlayStation. <laughs> like that, I don't know. So I don't remember. I don't know if that's around the same time period or I something. have no
1: idea. Vigilante I I know, 8? I don't even know yeah. Vigilante 8. What is that? I don't it's a, know it's, Vigilante
3: it's like, 7. It's, no, it's, only, it's just <laughs> only... <laughs> there was, yeah, eight titles passed by. What the fuck were you? They were Germany. Uh, they were all from Germany. Um, so they... Like they had like this twisted metal series, right? Like it's, of course, it's separate separate thing. So like this was basically like the upgraded, the different, I guess almost like a competition to twisted metal. Oh, oh that's okay. Great. Yeah, and it actually was one of the first games on PlayStation One that had uh the the the, the vibration in the controller. Oh, so yes. Like that was like one of like the games that sold that controller. Was that like? look what it does now just like the rumble the rumble stick you could have uh-huh. a shaky ps1
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love that um do you have a do you have like an early early video game memory like like a thing that kind of like mm. where it like hooked into your brain and you oh, were like gosh. like oh yes like yes okay.
3: absolutely i do uh and that is a fantastic question it was uh um, Zelda, the first Zelda, oh, sick. Um, the one on the the gold, like the Nintendo, yeah. I like had like the gold case, whatever. And I remember specifically, uh, it was probably first grade, something like that. It was the fact that you could save, the fact you could press power and reset at the same time and save the game. And like me as a storyteller, I wouldn't have called myself back, you know, that back. That's all hindsight, but <laughs> you all as storytellers or whatever, I feel like that hit certain gamers in certain ways. It was like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, if I turn this shit off, it'll come back to the same spot. Like, okay. I'll have all the same stuff. Oh, yeah. the story just continues. So, like, that was... I remember then. I had played games before then, a number of them. Um, my dad had Atari, so we had played, like,
1: Pac-Man, oh, cool.
3: sure. you know, stuff like that. He was into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, like, just at that trickle down, he got Zelda... And that really, I remember like the, like the, oh, Yeah. That, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that case, the golden case of Zelda, man. I don't know if it gets talked about enough, but just like how eye catching it was, mm. you know, for a child. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I completely remember like seeing that being like floored. Just like, man. man that's the kind of gold that like I don't see very yeah. often. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like on video games. For some reason, I,
3: it had to be the marketing thing, right? Because like that oh, gold man. and like the, like the, the 1989 Batman, the Tim Burton Batman. I feel uh-huh. like that was the same, like, like that same bright yellow. I'll never forget that bright yellow.
0: Oh, the, t- the Tim Burton Batman is so funny because as a child, seeing that movie, being like, "This is a dark, serious
1: movie for adults." <laughs> you know
2: what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, this my parents is-
1: wouldn't let me go to see Batman exactly. Returns in theaters. They were like, "Too well, spooky." Batman Returns,
0: I I'd say, is
1: a dark, serious movie for adults. The that first is, Batman is, is, goofy. is goofy as fuck. Dude. It's, like, so
0: funny. It's, like, the campiest thing. It's insane. Uh, Oh, like, straight
1: up, uh, the Joker, like, shakes somebody's hands and turns him into a skeleton, right? Like, he, like, shakes somebody's hands and he gets electrocuted and he, like, ends up as a skeleton.
2: Fucking
3: incredible. Incredible. (laughs) No, Okay, so, all right. So maybe this is a stupid question and I I don't want to – but did y'all play – did y'all ever play, like, that Batman game on Nintendo, that first Batman game?
1: I played – there was a Game Boy Batman game. I think it was. Ooh. I don't think it was the like uh, Tim Burton Batman game, but it was like, you know, I have like the. It was some sort of um, Joker based game, but it was a platformer. Game. And then I also <laughs> had. What, what, what's I just you love that Joker, that Joker based game I want to say like the killing joke or something but it wasn't you know it wasn't right. quite that's different than
3: a Two-Face based game which right. is different than a Catwoman based game but I game. also you know, had the two,
1: I had the Two-Face I had the the Game Gear the one that was Two-Face in the Riddler Batman uh, Forever oh, or yes. whatever
2: oh what snap you Game Gear yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah oh, I had a Game Gear man. and um rich so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my parents spoiled me my parents so funny! My parents were like, "We hate these things that he loves called video games, and we keep buying them for him." It's like, I mean, stop. loving parents. I we they were it. those. Th- the Game Gear ate through batteries like yes. it just sort of devoured them. Yes. But what was fun about the the um, Two Face game was there was this weird mechanic where like Two Face would flip a coin and it was a giant coin, and as Batman. You could see if it landed on, like, heads, you would get all your, like, health back, your HP bar back. And if it landed on tails, like, you would take a hit. But you could time it so that, like, if you saw that it was landing on tails, you could kick it again and it would flip again. And so you just had, like, you could just, like, keep hitting it and have, like, a full health bar the entire game. And that was definitely, you know, like, when you're, like, now... You encounter game breaking mechanics, and you're like, you make a choice whether or not you're like, right, I'm right. gonna like, am I gonna do this or not? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then that was like one of the first times as a kid that I was like, this is a game breaking mechanic, but that didn't like bug. You know, you know what I mean? Like it was just sort of like sure. I recognize this kind of thing that I can just sort of like, oh, if I punch the coin in midair, like it'll land heads, and that I, is
3: awesome. It was I, cool. <laughs> that's cool. It was like Two Face having like a panic attack each time it happened, like because I mean like that would like really fuck up his character. Like you,
1: would... I feel like he was the final boss too. It like it, Ooh. you know, it's like so stupid to have this final boss where you're just like, I can just win. I don't. Know. I love that, man. I what love was that? that? What I was the
3: that. first Batman game like? Oh gosh. Uh, so. 2d platformer kind of like not unlike the Robocop game where you just kind of yeah. like this dude who's like strolling along on this screen and you have like maybe three different tiers mm-hmm. of height oh, okay. uh, in each, in each like frame of the level. Uh, and yeah, you could, you had Batman shit, Batarangs, uh, you could duck and punch, you know, jump, kick. Uh, I didn't make it very far. Like, nothing in Nintendo <laughs> I could get very far because I was right. a child. Uh but I do remember specifically there was a scene where Batman has to go through like this huge garage door, and he he drives a Batmobile, and he's like flying through city streets, and then he pulls up to this bat this door, and like he shoots bullets through the door and like drives through it. Uh-huh. Like, Batman
0: has guns? <laughs> Go,
3: keep, going. keep Going. It's fine. I, I wasn't smart enough to get it then.
0: You're like <laughs> even back then you're like something doesn't feel right here Robin specifically. Wait, you have guns. Wait. <laughs> <has> guns. Wait. <laughs> guess, I guess Batman has guns. Could you imagine if that happened today how mad people would be? Be like, <laughs> "Actually, he doesn't have guns. Specifically that's his thing." Like that's something I know about Batman that guy does not have guns
1: <laughs> well Batman Is that also
3: actually too? Is that... yeah.
1: <laughs> Batman doesn't kill people but I feel like I've played a lot of Batman video games where I punch somebody off of the Back. roof of a thing and Back. they're just like that You're guy's gonna dead. dead yeah he's gotta
3: be dead yeah. he's gotta be dead yeah like I mean yeah like those Spider-Man games where like you can like like kick him off of a roof and like they give like the implication that his web caught them but like you ain't see that shit <laughs>
1: Or like, <laughs> Toby might have just He's just, like, him, doing right? it for the camera. Just, like, shoots a web over he's like, he's fine. Hey, he's, he's fine. He's okay. Don't he's look at me there. But Guys, fine. I'm good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Were you also a fan of a, you know, a gamer before it was school? Were you a fan of, like, comic books and superheroes? I was. I yeah. was
3: very into it. Uh, I remember the first time I saw the, the 90s X-Men cartoon, like, title yeah. sequence. I remember where I was, like, sitting, like, Top of the bunk bed, like what's this? All oh, yeah. the music, all that stuff, and so I had to like, like what is like what is all this? I talked to my dad about it, and he's like, what's well, it's actually from a comic book that I grew up reading."
2: You know? <laughs> it's like, I had to know, I had to know. So, yeah.
1: So your dad, what was it like to have like a a, a parent who was like into video games? Because I feel like there was Man. like for a lot of kids growing up, there, especially you know our kind of age or generation, there was that tension yeah. where it was like. My mom was just like these are bad like she like knew yeah. they were bad you know and was just like I'm going to help I'm going to do this anyway. What so what was that like to like have a parent that was just like come on in like get in Man, here.
3: It was it was I, it was unbeknownst to me that it was that it was an issue. You know like yeah. in my house it was really just like drugs and alcohol. Mm. No drugs, no alcohol and honestly most everything else fine stay up late do your homework like it's just like have as know, much sex as time. you
1: want child
3: <laughs> hey there's no fight here like, it's like, like, like there's no argument like are you doing drugs no <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well
3: then go to school have, have a great time uh but so yeah like he with games and stuff like it was as long as like we were like doing our homework and, and whatever we could do whatever we wanted as far as like media goes like we were watching not just games but like Horror movies like Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember seeing that when I was like in second grade. You know, like it was completely fine. Yeah, um, for some reason. So, uh, yeah, like it was. I was very spoiled in that
1: regard. Did you have to like like fight for like TV? Was <laughs> like you know,
3: you know, honestly, no. Uh, not because we had a bunch either. It just kind of worked out to where there there were two. So there were two. Like coming up, there was the one in the living room,
2: mm. and that
3: was just like. Whatever mom was watching is just what we were all watching. Uh-huh. Right? And then uh, the one upstairs in the kids' room, our room, and that had the Nintendo attached to it. So whenever I got bored of whatever mom was watching, right, uh, which it actually honestly rarely happened. It, uh, <laughs> she, she was always watching Nightmare
1: on watched... Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> she
2: was watching dope stuff. Like she,
3: used, like she, loves the, she loved the child's play, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, we would stay watching, like, Nick at Night and stuff. So, like, Dick Van Dyke, I Love Lucy. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, I got to watch all these really cool old school shows because of my mom. That's uh. it. And then it just would range from, like, G-rated Mary Tyler Moore
0: to straight up, like, murder, blood, <laughs> like,
3: like, all this stuff.
0: Dude, it's so funny to talk to someone and be like, wow you really cool parents. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sort of like tension, I feel like, is so such a part of like early video game experiences, you know, of just sort of like, um, Oh, like you shouldn't be playing this. It's bad for you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I didn't really have that. My parents were just sort of like blissfully, like, all right, you know, if you like it, that's fine, kind of a thing. Like, we'll have a conversation about the violence in it. And as long as you right. know it's not real, like, and you're not going to go like hit people or something like that, like, it's fine. You know, it kind of is what it is. Look at those, those logical ass parents. But I wouldn't say they were cool. You know what I mean? Like, they okay. didn't like, my, my mom was like, not in, they weren't in like cool stuff. My dad liked the doors. I remember that, <laughs> you know? Doors yeah. are That's cool. Like, yeah. Early memory. Listen to Riders on the Storm being like, this is a really interesting song. Yeah. You know, like, I is. could tell they're cowboys on this thing. <laughs> it sounds like it's a cowboy song. Game, right. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's so embarrassing to have that be like a core memory of like, listening to like the rain and Riders on the Storm being like, this is some spooky cowboy stuff.
3: I like this a lot. I love that. I love that. So – I'm not sure if you all have children that are of a game-playing age, but if you, like, what do you think you'd want to do? So, like, I don't know, 10 years from now, it's like, okay,
0: this game, Resident Evil It's an interesting question, yeah. It's an interesting question. I think um, with video games specifically, I guess I really haven't given it, like, a ton of thought, but I got to imagine, like, whatever they're playing then is going to be so like if i could get them to play some old games that would be mm. great you know what mm-hmm. i mean of like mm-hmm. if they're interested in because whatever they're gonna be playing it's gonna be like poison you know for the brain and even sure. like the, there'll be the microchip in their brain that they have to like jack into the mainframe or something like that you know <laughs> what i mean so i can actually like play something on an nes with a controller and be like mm. this is what we used to play all the time they will be like wow this sucks dad you know
2: like <laughs>
1: Yeah, I want to make is- them think that it's so like boring. You know, I want to give them the the like smoke a whole carton of cigarettes sort of treatment yes. right up top where it's just sort of like I'm going to throw you into video games. This is what video games are. Like you're playing GTA 5 right now, you're doing a real shit job, like you suck at this game. <laughs> you're going to have to like you're you're not cool enough to play.
0: Like a- that is kind of a funny alternative like thing of like they like oh, that's what my dad likes. Yeah. I don't play <laughs> yeah. that shit. You know what, I mean? what about you Nate? What are you thinking?
3: Man, um, I would I put them on to like old school RPGs and force the ass to read everything. Yeah, That's oh what yeah. 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 That's for, really smart. yeah, yeah. Like, like that way, it's like like everything before PS like, like the voice acting and stuff. It's like, nah, read this. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> well,
0: man. you alluded to it, but Final Fantasy VII was a big game for you.
3: Oh yeah, that was the NASA. first. Yeah, that one for me. That was the first RPG that I that I played. And so like, RPGs are my favorite. Genre of games, uh, followed by uh, 2K basketball, mm-hmm. uh, shooters. Nice, um, and that's pretty much it. After that, I really only usually play like the triple A title, you know, Elden sure. Ring, or right, right. Know, I just downloaded game.
1: Elden Ring All right then. I ju- it's on my computer. I play, I played like the first 10 minutes, and then I was like, I have to put this down because mm-hmm. I need eight hours <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I can't mm-hmm. i need eight mm-hmm. hours i
3: just nah. i can't <laughs> you got to know you to start the from software you there's like at least a three-hour block at the top but you yeah. just have oh, yeah. to accept like all right there's gonna be a lot of shit it's all gonna be cold butter and it's gonna not feel good <laughs> i right. just have to like like absorb it and then like just handle it
1: i've never it. i've never played a dark souls game before so i'm like Ooh. this is my first this is my entry point and Before i'm excited A. i know that's exciting it is so, exciting. thank you <laughs> how did you how did you avoid like bloodborne and in Sekiro? i you know i think honestly like rpgs are my favorite so like skyrim mm. kind of like hits it like does that type of game for mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. now i'm also at, and now i'm kind of at a point where i'm like i don't know that i actually want to fully invest in an rpg like i kind of want a thing where i can like run around and smack things with a sword right and it, it seems like the difficulty level is like great it's going to be maybe obnoxious to me mm-hmm. and but i've so you know i've been playing a lot of apex legends and rocket league and i'm like you know you i go. i kind of want like a like I, I think I want like back to a full kind of my own experience, a, contain- a contained yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, like that
1: kind of stuff. Yeah, no, none of them. I've I've avoided all of those. <laughs> Oh, like,
0: the, yeah, the I open like world those. games. Yeah, I mean they're fun. You know, it seems like the the open world games. The only ones I've really played are like Skyrim and then Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild. And after playing Breath of the Wild, I was like, well, you know, I don't really know what else I would want from one of these games. You know, exactly. And then you see Elden you're like, oh, this could be this, something I would want this. from it. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, just like not a comprehensive like world where they're trying to do so much. It's just mm-hmm. like. They do a couple things really, really well, and then that's the way you interact with the world. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I think that's much more interesting to me than, than
1: trying to do a lot in a AAA. In the like the Red state. Dead Redemption, kind of like now let's like wash our clothes for like.
0: Yeah, minutes. I think <laughs> you know,
1: it, it, <laughs> it's we've gone as big as
0: possible, and now it's sort of more interesting to me to like do like little segments of things. So, Elden Ring, I think, is really interesting i've been watching uh some people play it online i've been watching actually our producer matt haddock play it the last couple days and uh, it's just been fun you know you're just like shooting the shit and like watching your friend play video games this is a big game it's uh it's great you know it's great yeah it's great man that's the idea man that's that's awesome so rpgs are your like number one like can we get like a a a top rpgs list or maybe even like a lineage of your favorite ones as (laughs) you discover them
3: a lineage, absolutely. I can give you a lineage. Uh, Let me try to be succinct. Let me try to be succinct. So, it, it. I guess technically my first RPG was Mario RPG. Sure. Uh, I, I've an incredible game. incredible game. Incredible yeah. game, musically, character-wise, like everything about it was just super fun. I never like got through it though. Mm-hmm. Um, call it youth, but honestly, I think it was more <laughs> like I just didn't understand, like. In order to get more story, I have to, like, progress the story. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like, that, that concept hadn't
1: really... And when existed. Princess Peach dies, you're like, oh, why did I level up Princess Peach so much? I should have gone with Tifa. Now huge <laughs> spoiler right there. Spoilers!
3: <laughs> All you kids with the 64s from your...
1: Yeah, Passed just sixty four is out the window right now. Yeah. Like, oh. Or Super
3: Nintendo. Geez, that wasn't even sixty four.
0: I know they're gonna be really pissed. They toss their sixty four out when they realize it was on Super Nintendo.
3: <laughs> <you know> what <laughs> I mean?
2: have I done?
0: <laughs>
2: no, I'll never be a like perfect stock <laughs> again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got that, and then I played Final Fantasy VII over a friend's house. I loved the music, the graphics, the characters. Like I was, I've always kind of been. Any any type of story or storytelling device, I love like those elements. Like when they mm. when you can like incorporate, uh, when your art can match your music, can match your story, can match your battle system. Like it it engrosses me. Uh, and back then I didn't have the vernacular for it, but like I I was I I don't know I like this game. I, I don't yeah I don't totally really yeah. Uh, but I was garbage at it i didn't understand materia i didn't understand like the equipment slots and things like that like leveling up i used to actually when i was in battles i if there were three enemies i was fighting i would hit each one of them individually (laughs) (laughs) i didn't understand that i had to like Like, get rid of one yeah right yeah yeah. it didn't make
1: sense it's funny too because i think i feel like even now there's parts of RPGs that the game assumes you kind of know, like have an experience with. Right. And so like, mm. and I think final fantasy seven is also like it's handholdy in certain spots. And then it's really yeah. not handholdy in other At spots. All. Right. Like there's yeah. stuff like, um, you know, like if you have like sleep on you or whatever, like you have mm-hmm. these like items with you that you can take, but like, it doesn't tell you it's like, these are these are the effects that you have on you, and these right. are the things that are going to get rid of those effects. It kind of like makes you figure it out on your own.
3: Absolutely, absolutely, uh, and and like I guess like, like replaying it all the times that I did, and like looking at it from the eye of someone who's not played a ton of Final Fantasies before and after them. After mm. that one, like like seeing like oh, I, I imagine if I had gone into Final Fantasy VII having played four and six. I would have appreciated the fact that there wasn't just, like, a weird room that I could go in and it's like, here are all the hints in right. this room. The yeah, yeah, yeah. In, all the different, <laughs> like, you know, on a clock, all the different faces on a clock. Somebody's got an answer for you. Yeah, uh, But Seven didn't do that, you know? Like, right. if you talk to people in the slums, you could, like, kind of piece it together. But otherwise, you were just out there on your own. And, like, with that... Fit into the theme, so uh, I love that.
1: And then the first time that you like leave the city, and it's like that huge map is open, and you're like, oh, "This game Man. is so big!" <laughs> it, it,
3: right, huge. Like, and it's like, it's like, wait, what? Like, it's like, it, it's such like a like a mind blowing moment in games for me. So, like, for sure, once I, I was able to get through that one, it was the longest game up to up to date I'd ever played, uh, and I was like, I have to find every type of game that's like this. Mm. And the next one I went for. Uh, Gears
0: back in the day. Wow. Yes. That's that, cool, After that man. was a yeah. deep plunge. I was <laughs> like, yo,
3: these are the best games ever. Point Xenogears,
0: point a, that's a game I've always wanted to play because uh, it's it's uh, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like, you know, you play FF7, you're like, what else is like this? And then you get steered in that direction. Yes. And it seems fascinating. All Do you still play like the Xeno Blade games and stuff like that? I are you do. Still? I do. Yeah. Yes.
3: Wow. Uh, the stories have gotten super light. And, yeah. Uh, in my in my opinion, um, Xenoblade Chronicles Two, I didn't love that one. Um, the battle system was good, uh, but the, the I don't know the story kind of felt uh, pedantic in my sure. opinion. It just kind of felt kind of slow. Um, and not even comparing it to the other ones, uh, Xenoblade Cross really doesn't have much of like a strong story hmm. the environment though like flying around and like the gear and all that stuff it feels like gundam wing that's tough oh, yeah uh, the xeno sagas like one two three I, I actually i skipped over the best one xenoblade chronicles is a masterpiece xenoblade chronicles that's, i've
0: series. heard that one's like that really is a
3: masterpiece cool. yeah. that game is fantastic uh like, worth all 90 hours or
0: whatever you you do oh,
2: my for god it. <laughs> uh
3: it's long
0: it's long yeah dude it's long, but it's it's. Awesome. How grindy are those games, like comparatively?
3: Uh Not so much, and like okay. I kind of that's a, that's that's a huge thing. I'm so glad you said that because I can't. Yeah. I'm too old for that shit now. Oh, yeah, yeah I can't dude. Do no, not I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> like is that especially like Skyrim? Like um, what, what was it? Um, the first Skyrim type that I jumped into was Morrowind. Okay, Morrowind. Mm. and like once I got into that, it was like, wait a minute, I could outsmart this. I don't have to like sit here and beat on something until
1: I level up for eight hours. I can hide over here with a bow and arrow. I can hide. (laughs) Right.
3: Give me this, or I'm gonna I'm gonna come back later tonight, and I'm gonna rob you. And like, that's like
0: <laughs> so what is it? Uh, all right, then like, I'm gonna
3: progress the story.
0: It yeah. is sort of funny. There's something I, I like playing 16 bit RPGs. I think there's something a little therapeutic about grinding, but that's because it's mm. like it's 15 minutes or a half an hour. You know, maybe exactly. like once a week, and yes. then you're like set for the rest of the game. Exactly. As opposed to as they've scaled up RPGs, if you also scale up grinding as a percentage of the game. <sighs> It just starts to take up so much time. And yeah. it really is like completely missing what makes those games fun. You know, it's like you're saying yes. it's the story, the battle system, but it's not wandering around and doing repetitive actions over and over no again. You know? Right.
3: I'm supposed to see the same four Digimon characters that I'm supposed to beat up over like <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it.
0: Like I'm just not gonna
3: eventually like my the value of my time is gonna outweigh the value of what you've put
1: before me.
2: Right. And yeah.
3: so like when that happens, the moment it happens. I'm just too old for this shit, and there's, that's
1: it. And there's too many other great things out there exactly. to experience right now. They give
3: away
0: yeah. games for free now.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. Really
3: have to Sit here and do this. You know what I'm saying? Like I
0: don't have to. Well, hey man, we paid like 20 bucks and got a bundle of you know 2,000 games that we're playing through right now. And some of those are RPGs that we can check out. You know, it's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Okay, so we go we go Xeno Gears yeah. mm-hmm. and because. Uh, Final Fantasy I, Eight. I love it. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, what were you going to say? No, no. I, I've always wanted to talk to someone who was really into RPGs from this era because mm. this is my massive gap in knowledge. I played seven, uh, FF7, FF8. I played a mm-hmm. bunch. And then I've played a bunch of FF9, tried to play 10, couldn't get into it. Okay. Uh, and then I'm basically like kind of like out for a long time. So I, I, I'm just so curious. Did you play Chrono Cross?
3: Oh my gosh! I loved Chrono Cross. <laughs> Absolutely loved Chrono Cross. I, I got, I did every ending in Chrono Trigger. I think there's like 13 yeah. of them on the yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: that's an important game one. for me. That's my that's my huge Desert Island right? Island game. I yeah. missed that
3: in Super Nintendo, right? So like right. I, I jumped into RPGs and PlayStation. So like mm-hmm. I had to go backwards, and so like I went back for Mario RPG. I went back for the old Zelda's, and I mm. went back for that. Um, the old Final Fantasies and Chrono Trigger—that that game is just that's it's a, an, it's a perfect game. It's, a, it's an important yeah. yeah it's an yeah. important perfect game. Yeah, like each time he wakes up with the Chrono Chrono, I'm like, yep, that's it. Yeah, like, you got me, this, dude. Yeah, right. It it, it understands 100%. fundamentally like the okay, we're gonna tell a cyclical story. Well, what 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 is interesting or what's gonna keep people interested about a cyclical story? Oh, the characters mm-hmm. have to grow and change, and they do, and like like frog magus like luca like all of them grow and change i never really understood
0: i could be feel that connected to a video game to video game characters you know and yeah, granted i was like 10 but i've played it again as an adult and there's elements of nostalgia that are there but i still think it holds up as like a, a piece of like as a creative work it's like absolutely. oh my god you know absolutely. like i can't believe the way it tugs on my heartstrings still we're playing it yeah. for the podcast as part of like a book club thing so yeah no, so
1: I never, i've never i've never played you can't spoil it spoil too much no spoilers it's still i'm i'm excited to play it i people have been telling me to play it for like 20 years so i'm gotta like, do it man. finally it's absolutely
3: it. still worth it yeah like the, the music carries you through the environments the story that they're telling uh The main character, like as far as silent protagonist goes, I I think it's
0: still the best version of that. Like, it's awesome. You project so much of yourself on this character; it's it's insane. Yes. And it's just the thing; it's like it's a character that just does the right thing, and you, yep. it doesn't really
1: give you a choice or anything like that. But you're like, damn, yeah, Chrono. I don't, yeah, yeah. cool don't want to play a video game where the main character loves masturbating as much. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to play a video
0: game where the character is a bad guy, it seemed we got, we played Orwell this week. Oh, you, <laughs> you know, know what, what I mean? mean? Whoa, we can, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. play I was like, wait, it. what? Wait, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. Um, Nate are there any other like RPGs you want to make sure we hit on before we transfer into the Man. next portion of the podcast? Uh, so, I know we fucked around a little bit but I am very curious to hear more about like the that, that era of RPGs for you. Oh of
3: course yeah uh, so right after Xeno uh, Gears um, Final Fantasy 8 absolutely uh, and that to me was like oh okay this isn't as deep as Xeno you know, Gears but it has like it's, it's bringing a scale and like like a film level mm-hmm. uh like attention that i had not seen in a game before like that's that's enormous like this can be bigger than this this media of games it can like it can tackle other media it's like it's right. awesome um 9 i love for the old school thing uh 10 i did love what did you find prohibitive about final fantasy like 10
0: i didn't like? i didn't that have a huge connection to it like so when mm-hmm. i started playing it it just felt like there was just so much like it was this thing of like oh we can still it felt like to me it was still the era of like let's see how big we can make this you know what Mm -hmm, i mean like mm -hmm. and to me it's that thing of like oh grinding in that took that they didn't scale up the percentage you had to grind a bunch and so it's that thing of like uh, i don't really want to do this you know what i I mean like it it, the the the, uh difficulty just felt uh, like my, too high. And, my, and, uh, uh, you
1: didn't like Blitzball, right, Eric? No, I loved Blitzball and I, I accidentally Blitzball! I accidentally traded a player away and couldn't figure out how to get a player back on my team. So then I couldn't play Blitz Ball anymore. And so I yeah. stopped playing the game. I like literally I like I don't know how I yeah. traded a player away, and then I had like a 12 player team, and every time I tried to play Blitzball, they were like, You don't have enough players. You don't have I, enough players. I couldn't <laughs> figure out how to get another player on my team. And so I was like, I'm done with this game. This I was (laughs) playing it at some point I was playing for Blitzball. I loved Blitzball. Holy shit. I love I mean, like, you know, you've talked a little bit about Madden, a little bit about 2K. I Mm -hmm. love sports games a lot Mm -hmm. too. Like I love it's funny to be like I love RPGs, and then I love sports games, right? Where it's yes, like that's, that's literally these it. These like yes. storytelling kind of slow things, and then these like zero story, just like high
3: competition,
1: like a lot of yeah. thought, real fast. One but objective, yeah. like yeah. you know, score. And then Blitzball was that. Blitzball was that. Yes. It was so yes. good. It was so. It good. was
3: perfect. <laughs> I think it's it's still to date the greatest mini game in any game of all time. I, I think Blitzball is it. Uh, people make a case for Gwent. Witcher, which I don't I, think I so. I
1: mean, like, I, you know, I played a lot of Gwent too, playing Witcher. And <laughs> when I think about it, I'm like, uh, it's, I don't know, because I saw that, like, there's like, you can play, you can download just Gwent. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, like Magic the Gathering, ex- like, there are better exactly. card games. Exactly. You know, it was fun exactly. to play a card game. In a video game. In the that game, was like,
3: right. At the table right there, yeah. right. Like, yeah, like, m- the most I've ever played poker is in Red Dead, <laughs> Red, Dead Red Dead
1: Redemption.
3: Red Dead Redemption.
1: I also, I love this idea of, like, in the Witcher world, there is a, like... Like legit card game company that is like making these like actual cards, and that you can't just be like, no, this is my Gwent card. It is like rule breaking. It's like, no, no, no. This is not official Gwent. It's not fair. Yeah,
3: fuck out of here.
0: This week, we played three games, as per usual. They were Gun Round, Skeletris, and Orwell, keeping an eye on you. Why don't we start with Now, uh, This was from the Racial Justice and Equality Bundle. It's by GAST, a 2D strategy horror pixel art procedurally generated uh, Python game. It's a roguelike single player and has skeletons. The Outpost has lost contact with Skeletris, the central skeleton city. And creatures in the wilderness are acting strangely. Make your way to the city and find out what's happened and use your wits to defeat the unknown evil that now lurks there. Um, this is an interesting little game, you know? Um, Absolutely. I dug it. Yeah, it's got some cool, like, low-fi graphics, like, uh, mm-hmm. sort of feels like you're playing a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Um, you're wandering around, uh, sort of like, um, on a, a grid, a couple of different grids. And uh, when you kill creatures, they sort of—it's almost like it's kind of like rhythm and turn-based kind of mm. like you're sort of just—you can deal damage and then move, and then someone else will try to hit you as well. The real key is not to get swarmed by enemies because that won't go well for you. Um, nope. Never. And did. then when you, <laughs> yeah, right. When and then when you pick up items, uh, you kind of have to figure out. You can pick up these like basically like boons that. Uh, you have a an inventory, and you have to figure it out Tetris like how to like carry at any given time and what to equip at any given
1: time. Yeah, um, it this so it really um it did the Borderlands thing to me where it was like oh no you know like <laughs> like the, you
0: have so much loot sort I just of a have thing so and, much yeah. and mm-hmm. I need to fit Over-over. it in right and I
1: don't like and I'm like oh I want to like totally max out my stats but and, you know but I also want to like play this game and enjoy like I can't spend too much time it, it does that thing it like it was really you know like I love these like you know turn-based fighting you know RPG kind of games and I think it's a very very clever mechanic to give you then this bigger inventory that like you could Tetris these things into and then like your actual stats which is a little bit smaller and mm-hmm. so like the Tetrising yourself into it is like a little bit more difficult and but I, I definitely did that thing where I was like, oh, boy. All right. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's – so it reminded me – I absolutely – my favorite part of it was the equipment box mm-hmm. that you had, right? That like yeah. you had to, like, Tetris in the different equipment, And I thought that that – I hope that that's an element that people take and, like, utilize. Like, you know, Skeletris too, or, like, I don't know, like, you know, how gamers do where it's like, oh, this cool thread gets to, like, be pulled through other games. Right, now. exactly. Right. <laughs> like, I love that uh that thing because it felt very resident evil to me uh mm-hmm. to where, oh, yeah. like you yeah you have to like this bot. you only have so much space you know, right like, totally need bullets i need yeah. these grenades <laughs> i need help you know like so it's just like that prioritization i thought was just like another cool element of the game i think you you always have something good when you can like hit the pause screen and be as engaged uh, like, looking at right. just, like, your equipment, like Diablo, you know? Like, yeah. I'm as engaged looking at my Diablo equipment as I am when I'm running around clicking.
1: Yeah. Well, I think also, like, I am not a huge fan. Like, I, like in games where you have, like, a weight-carrying capacity, you know, like, mm. there's... You know, like, I get it, right? You know, games... I mean, Final Fantasy VII <laughs> is, like, famously, like, you have... You could just collect and All collect and collect. All of it. And, like, I... I I have that, like, yeah, there is that part of my brain that's, like, I want to maximalize, you know, my my options here. And so, like, I, I it always ends... But it's not fun to me, necessarily, right? Like, it's, like, you know, so, like, you go out in Skyrim, you collect, mm-hmm. you collect, and then you're, like, I have a bunch of stuff. I'm like, heavy. I'm not going to drop <laughs> it. Heavy. I have to, like, yeah. go sell it and then come back yeah. to this mission, right? And, like, I don't know. So, there's... This, I think, is, like a very compelling and fun version of that, right? Where it's like, that's yes. the point of the game. The game is that the collection process makes you play like a little another game. game. Yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, and the
0: actually, actual game itself, the loop of it, the the combat and stuff like that was pretty fun too. You know, yes. like I had a good time wandering around. Did either of you guys, how far did you guys get? I, I didn't get very far at all, but mm. I, I got a good sense of, I, got I to, made it. I
1: hung out with Mary Skelly who i'm a big fan nice. of mary, the name mary skelly she's she's pretty cool uh i yeah i got through the first couple you know like levels or stages or whatever do you make
0: it to like the outpost before you like head into the city
1: yeah i think i got yeah. a couple outposts yeah so um it's cool i mean i love the pattern i love that these like monsters you're fighting against jump and then fall asleep like yeah. you know like that's like a really funny mechanic to me it's like everything falls asleep just (laughs) they all are sleepy um i I am yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm curious how much longer this game goes for to be totally honest because it doesn't seem like an especially big game by any stretch um and i feel like i should have just pushed through to play a little bit more of it because i was really charmed by it and the writing's Mm -hmm. cute the graphics are cute um the combat's fun. But uh, I don't know. I just sort of like hit a point was like, all right, I kind of get this. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's 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 one of the things we discover in the bundle of like, uh, I play something for as long as I want to. And I didn't find myself wanting to play past a certain point, even though if I kind of wish I did now. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny because we, we ended up with like three solid games this yeah. week. So it was like, and then there's Apex Legends and then Elden Ring came out. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. Yeah. There was a point this week where I where I felt bad because I had not played enough of those games, even though I was like, oh, I like these a lot. Because,
0: um, yeah, this game is only takes about an hour, uh, it's should, it should saying, to, to play through. So I might, like, sign on after this and just, like, try to beat it because it reminds me kind of, like, Undertale. It's sort of, like, silly and...
1: Uh, kind of like spooky and and lo-fi graphics uh it's nice um i was drunk when i played it and one of the notes that i have is i fuck with skella tetris tetris ass shit so like i think i was like i it really it (laughs) was like oh i like this no
3: i fussed with it too absolutely i think (laughs) you nailed it alex like i mean that the word is charming like it's a charming Mm -hmm. game and it has that undertale effect to it to where it's like it's, it's very self-aware of itself it's like it's very it feels like the Portland of video games
2: we
0: yeah. <laughs> no, we get it we know what we're yeah. doing out here like, yeah we right. understand
3: like are you into it or not
0: yeah you
2: know, <laughs> whatever, whatever <it>
0: is. <laughs> It's funny, too, because the, sometimes we give the note for like a game or like if this feels like a little bit of a rough draft and uh, in like a negative way. But I want to say this feels like a little bit of a rough draft, like a proof of concept in a really positive way. Like there's something really cool here. And I'd be excited to see what like the bigger version of this would be. You know, Absolutely. if this is like just to prove that they made a game and they can do stuff. What does it look like when you take it to like the nth degree? Um, and they did it in yeah.
1: Python, too, which means that they hard coded this. Right. Like this wasn't just. Mm. you know i don't know that's i'm learning a little bits of these like nuances of these indie game thi- right and it's like oh no that's they, awesome. they like started this from like ground up they didn't this ain't this ain't some unity bullshit
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so, Great. so what am... oh go ahead nate no i was gonna ask like i actually don't know that much like i'm, I'm actually interested in like python, i also don't right? know that much but i just have a podcast what? about it right. no i Not... just so python is like a, it's a coding language right so there's, yeah. there are these like Um, you know, sort of indie games where you can kind of like have little, like it sets you up like RPG makers and stuff like that. And so Uh it like uh has things that you can pour it into acid
0: packs that you can like use to create tile sets or like character art or something like that.
1: And then there's other stuff that's just, you know, coded sort of ground more ground up and Mm. which is what sort of seems like I love that here. I know. Yeah, it's cool. It's funny to be like, I don't know, to be, I'm an idiot, right? Like, so I'm like, I've never, I don't code, I don't, you know, and I'm like, right. oh, this is, you know, to learn this world a little bit more and just be like, that's I really, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really right <laughs>
3: No, sh- I f- forget that if you an idiot, I would just say all games are C <laughs> or right? Yeah, Unreal, <laughs> Unreal Engine, Unreal. That's, yeah. I don't know it beyond <laughs> that. I have no idea what is made on what.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: um, final thoughts. Uh, If you're someone who likes kind of dungeon-crawly, RPG, turn-based kind of things, I would absolutely pick this up. Um, One thing I would say, uh, something that enriched the game tremendously for me, is when I, if you go to the itch.io page for it, there's like a tips and tricks section. And Mm -hmm. all the tips and tricks there will greatly enhance your, uh, like, the way you play this game. So definitely go read that, you know, it's a a must-read for the manual. Um, but if you do that, uh, I, I'd say definitely check it out, especially if it's a quick little game like it sort of says it is. Um, it's it's worth checking out.
3: What's the last game that y'all played that you feel like you had to read the manual
0: to actually, like, get
3: Ooh, to be successful?
0: question.
1: I don't know. I don't know either. Do you have a i love that gta the grand theft autos have like the full maps or whatever that's the like
3: oh it's it, awesome
1: that you can just like yeah. open it up
3: i used to put that up in college i i think which one was it was it vice city <laughs> vice City came with maps i put up the vice city map for sure nice
1: did you have a lot of sex
3: Nope.
1: <laughs> what was no. the last one you played that needed the manual
3: Xenoblade Chronicles. That yeah. was it. So, um yeah, there's there's so many systems in that game. Um I highly recommend it. But like we're not talking about that game right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my uh
1: yeah. my final thoughts on uh Skeletris is or Skeletrus is like very much a play. It's super fun. I love when we play a game that feels like something that we've kind of played before, but that they've done some innovation on top of it and this the you know Tetris um inventory and uh, power-up kind of place, I think, is that. So this is, you know, it's fun, it's cool, it's cute. How about you, Nate?
3: I completely agree. It's going to be a triple
1: play! Unbelievable!
3: Actually, um, I am not a fan of Tetris, even. (laughs) Uh, I don't like those type of games. Uh, However, uh, this put it in such a unique, uh, like, fundamental way uh, that that didn't feel cumbersome. It felt like, oh, this is part of it. And like, it felt like another game within the game of, you know, controlling your inventory. Uh, I was very charmed by it the whole time.
0: Yeah. I love it. Um, so that's a triple play for Skeletrist. Very cool. Um, next up, we talk about gun rounds from the racial justice and equality bundle by Blabber F, a, a, pixel art roguelite shoot-em-up turn-based shooter uh, gun runs the game about small a small squishy person battling their way through swarms of enemies a turn-based shooter with a shooter with roguelite elements gun runs will challenge your tactics sharpshooting skills and reflexes and that kind of says it all this <laughs> is a very charming little uh, mobile game it feels like you know this is like a perfect little game to have on your phone um you are basically uh, aiming at enemies. You have a, an array of different uh, weapons to choose from. You click on one of those, and then to, like based on like the cluster of enemies or what they do, you shoot a certain one, uh, and that will use a certain amount of ammo. Then what happens kind of in real time is they'll fire back at you, and it's you have to hit the space bar at a certain time to block the shots. But different enemies shoot different kinds of things. And that's where things get tricky. They'll really, really trip you up to take away uh, health. You can die pretty easily in this game, and you have to start from the beginning every time. Um, I uh, played this probably the most of any of the games this week just because the game loop was super fun, and I was having a very good time discovering the different kind of weapons that uh, you could play with in this. There, I never, like really repeated like what i could use you know there there was like new stuff every single fucking time um what did you guys think Minutes game was hard as fuck it's really hard (laughs) it's it's incredibly unforgiving yeah
3: it was yeah it was like wait no this isn't Fun, like, what the fuck? Like, it's, like, it's just rude. Uh, like, I've always been bad at those, like, Galaga or Asteroid. Like, I've always been totally. bad at that shit. I've been garbage. And so, this one was just a reminder like, oh no, I'm still fucking bad. And it doesn't matter what controller it is. Like, man. Uh, taking nothing away like i think i even emailed like no like the music goes hard in this game yeah right? this the music, music is like, really you know, good i love the sound effects everything like it, it's it's a good game just for me and my fingers it's just like fuck you
0: it, that's so interesting because so for you like the the like twitchy games for you is like shooters and sports games but like for this mm-hmm. one specifically what about it do, do you think like compared to those like you know what? What? Uh, what are you bouncing off of? You know what I mean. It's the field of movement. For some reason, yeah.
3: like the way in which you move along the planescape, I just for some reason, I I can't connect to it mm. in a type of way. So like that's interesting. Um, so like even like with shooters, like you talk about Twitch, like Halo versus Call of Duty. I'm much more yeah. of a Halo person because just of the way like you move on on the map, it is less twitchy, mm. um, yeah. than Call of Duty.
2: Mm-hmm. You know?
3: But like, yeah, this game is I just i could understand that it's a good game a very well made right. game it's one of those strange things of like oh this is the same for me Yeah, uh, that, that type of thing uh
1: that you know, I mean, it was good. yeah the it what's funny was like the tutorial up top was like oh yeah block things as they come in you know plus and i'm thinking like this is a little like turn basedy and it took me such a it took me a while to like get that like you had to do it as the the bullets right. are like passing through that like that yeah. border that you have mm-hmm. there. Um and I straight like just I finished the tutorial and was like, I don't know that I know how to play right. this <laughs> game. And it it's not a game that's like, you know, we played like that's like, you know, the first level is like against one other person. You know, the second level. No, level it's fucking like, hard from the beginning. It's like from time. No, yeah. You take a shot and then um four different things are gonna shoot it. you. <laughs> <know? Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: what the fuck It's like and um maybe this turn you just want to reload yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna yeah. shoot at you again and it's even right. harder yeah
0: it's, it's- also like there, there's a deep amount of strategy that goes into it because if you beat a level like it's 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 worth it for you to try to kill as many people as possible and then leave one person so you can reload because your health and ammo status carries through the next level so if you can reload on one enemy then that's so much better than having to then go and reload on eight enemies on the next level when you're gonna have to be hitting spacebar like crazy you know whenever that happens but there are like different um attacks that will like wipe out the whole board in front of you you know what i mean Or, or do different things you just have to be it's a lot of luck on what you get from the beginning because you have mm-hmm. one simple shot and then one, like, more complicated one. And then you acquire more stuff as you go on. Um, so it's that – that's the roguelite element of, like, you know, it'll be a right. little bit different every time based on what power-up you get. But you can potentially get stuff to get, like, the best run possible from the get-go if you're lucky. I do like me some roguelike stuff.
3: Like, yeah. I, I'm very into that, that, like – that gambler spirit is insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're like, or or that feeling of like I'm so good at this game, and then immediately afterwards That's you're like, exactly. why am I so bad at this game? I like I don't know, you just didn't get the, like the big sword. This
0: you time. didn't get the thing, right? yeah. <laughs> The one that really fucked me up was the goblins who hit you from behind. That was like – I was like, oh, the timing of this. Because everything else, a lot of them, like there's octopuses in later levels, and they send mm-hmm. a ton of different bubbles, and the bu- the bubbles are of differing speeds. So it's like kind of fun to like try to figure out like what's going on. But the goblin from behind, it's like, oop, and then I'll just smash from behind, and I never see it coming. Like I, wow. it always just fucked
1: me up. I didn't Man. even get that far.
2: I, I didn't get a- no goblin, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't see no goblin. A- Man. <laughs>
0: I love it. Um, all right, final thoughts. I'm definitely playing this. It's a cute little game. Check it out. Uh, the graphics are really charming. There's some fun elements to it, and you might like like the loop and get a little sucked into it, like I did. But uh, this would be one that I would love to have played. Like, uh, I'm very curious how it would play on a mobile phone in terms of yeah. like how you activate the stuff because uh, just tapping it would be fun. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it seems like sort of like a precision uh, game, which I enjoy from time to time. Yeah, um, totally. Nate, what do you think? I agree as far as the mobile phone element goes.
3: Absolutely. I think Uh, anything that would make the, I guess, the controlling aspect of the game as simple as possible, Mm -hmm. I feel like would be like if block and shoot were very simple, you know, techniques to execute, I think it would be, it would, it would make it more fun for me to play. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I do think it's a fun game. Honestly, it's just not something that I would play myself.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm a, yeah, I'm a play on this game. I didn't play it as much as I wanted to. I found it very difficult and um, that, but that's not a bad thing. You know, like, I think it's mm-hmm. I like some games, you know, like some games can be hard and that can be okay. I think the yeah. thing is, is that like, if you make your game hard, you know, there's a point where like some people might just sort of not you know like so there is that like
3: rocket league is right here bro i don't even have to get up to switch I, the disc anymore no, you feel me like I, I can just press this
1: button yeah i know that's the Start yeah fun. and it's like i'm yeah <laughs> i am i'm usually playing games to like you know i need a little bit of that serotonin kind of kick and if it's like mm-hmm. hot, so hard off the bat it's like okay cool like i'm gonna go back in here um but no it's cool it's cute the graphics are like really really tight it's like very well well done i think a really well designed game and um it's hard um great
0: guys last game we're talking about this week this is a very interesting game this is orwell keeping an eye on you from the palestinian aid bundle uh, by osmotic studios which is the german developer a visual, novel, atmospheric, detective, point-and-click, political, story-rich, surveillance, uh, thriller, adventure game. Uh, Big Brother has arrived, and it's you. Investigate the lives of citizens to find those responsible for a series of terror attacks. Information from the internet, personal communications, and private files are all accessible to you. But be warned, the information you supply will have consequences. Um, this game is, uh, <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> you know, like... I guess my first question is how far did you guys get in it?
1: I didn't get very far. And I'm assuming that point. Oh, shoot, I think Oh, shoot,
0: I think Oh, shoot, I think Oh, shoot, I think I think I think I think I think
2: yeah.
0: shockingly as we began to
2: discuss Woo.
0: this final game about <laughs> government surveillance
2: and mm-hmm. funky
0: weird things and all this sort of shit mm-hmm. uh, nate's <laughs> all, all this shit completely crashed so my shit but crashed. it worked yeah. we're back <laughs> so there are powers that be out there that don't want us to talk about this game clearly
3: my shit crashed i put my email address in there and it fucking knew <laughs> um
0: so this uh is um did i i, I yeah i read the, all the stuff about it okay this is a weird fucking game um you are yes some little uh shit uh, sitting on the other side of a computer, basically, like, digging up dirt on people to investigate a terrorist attack. And you are, like... You're playing, like, the NSA, like, essentially, in this shit. Um, which is... sucks, you know what I mean? Y- yeah. You're, you're, like, a total <laughs> spook bad guy, you know? Like...
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm... So, what's, what's interesting and what I expect... I mean, so you know i we've played we've kind of played a lot of games and i have this like anytime i have to read emails in a video <laughs> game i'm i'm just kind of like i don't nope. i read emails in real life i'm not you know yep. i'm not here to read the emails but you know there's there's an interesting you know this is a game that is like you know it's kind of about it and that's what it is and so uh so I start playing it, and I'm like, this makes me really uncomfortable. You know, I'm doing this, like, weird surveillance-y sort of stuff. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm assuming that this game
0: is critical. Eventually, I think that's the direction it has to go in.
1: That's that's what I'm feeling, but I didn't I didn't encounter it. And then there's also a part of me that's like, you know, I've also played, like... You know, I remember playing like Mission Impossible or whatever, and there are games that are like absolutely uncritical of this type mm-hmm. of of thing, right? You know, you're, you know, like, you know, we all like lived through the fucking, fucking Goldeneye, you know, know what I thousands. mean? Like your games, yeah, like, like you know, just yeah, and like so, all that stuff is like, yeah, <sighs> I don't. Sorry, Nate, what are you? What are your thoughts on this?
3: No, topic? I I completely agree with all that because it it, it is that feeling of like like I want to enjoy the video game but like what i'm doing like as as i was playing i was like didn't like morgan freeman break up with batman because of exactly (laughs) like Like they literally he was just like nah there's there's certain lines i can't cross like this is it like and it's like a strange like like, right, like, to me, once I'm reading news articles, I start going, like, I should just be yeah. reading real news This
0: <laughs> It's just a little bit <laughs> like, of you know, homework the game, you know what I mean? <laughs>
3: right. Like... It's like, ah, this is the... Uh, I, I'm good on that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I definitely went through some of it, and, like, it seems interesting. It has that Children of Men mm-hmm. opening, uh, which I appreciated, you know, but um, outside of that, I was like, oh, but wait, which... Am I working for the yeah, cop you're a straight now, up bro? cop.
0: You're a straight up like awful, evil cop who. That, I mean, so I I feel like it's okay to spoil the first chapter. I made it about I made it through the first chapter and then uh, maybe a quarter of the way through the second chapter. And like you, Eric, having played a couple, uh, now played a bunch of bundle games, I do think that eventually this game is basically just laying the groundwork to expose Uh, some kind of like crazy it's not a spoiler because i don't know for a fact but i think it's laying the groundwork to expose some kind of crazy conspiracy that you're going to be a part of uncovering i feel like that's what it has to do because otherwise you are literally just playing an nsa creep who is like potentially ruining people's lives you know the first person you investigate you're investigating her for like all of the wrong reasons because she has like interest right. in activism right. she, yes. and she's an artist and all this shit um and she's on like the the your contact is even like oh they're on antidepressants that might mean they have erratic behavior you know and you're just like fuck dude i could not disagree with like... something more than what i'm doing right now like i'm not yeah. about
1: this yeah <laughs> it, and it maybe it made it like you know it's it's that thing right where it's like it made it really hard to play <laughs> like you know like i you yeah, know like, and i'm i'm just i'm sitting there and i'm like you know i'm hoping it gets to this critical moment right like you can and 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 mm-hmm. i think that that's really important you know like i don't think every game because right you know pretty much every call of duty game is like just as bad right. right you, you know there's so m- there's there's oh, like yeah. you know like really all of these there's so many video games that like rainbow six right like it's like you play you know mm-hmm. very, with a very uncritical lens like you are doing this sort right. of like you know I so and so it's 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 interesting to play the game that is the you know sort of critique version of that and then also be like but i don't want to be doing you know <laughs> like i don't really want yeah, to i don't want to be this person <laughs> like i'm right. you know so it's so, hard, it's, but to it's...
0: actually separate from what you're doing in the game, the actual game itself is like the, the way you interact with it is very interesting. You are reading articles and highlighting bits of data to uh, or like reading social media posts or surveilling chat logs um, and highlighting that create a profile of someone and then branch out from them to create larger profiles of information based on just information that's out there and wiretaps you can have. Um, and as a game mechanic, that's very interesting. Like it is fun to sort of like come to these conclusions and kind of start to put together a larger picture and then see how it all kind of fits together, um, in an interesting way. And even more than that, when I found myself enjoying it, you know, I was like, oh, this is how it happens. This is how you get divorced from your own ideology or something like that, or maybe you're going into it, but then, mm-hmm. you know, you have a job to do, dang it, mm-hmm. you know, and all this stuff you're it's clocking job, in and clocking exactly. out. Um, it was weird. You know, I started to like enjoy myself as I'm putting together this thing to ruin this woman's life. Like, um, <laughs> and I wonder if that, that is maybe a comment that this game is making as well. You know, there's, there's that going on as well. Yes,
3: yes absolutely. I, there was a moment early on in it to where like, you can you can put in, like, yes. conflicts, right? Like, either by accident or on purpose, right? To where, like, it tells you early on, like, one of these sentences right. just isn't true. You know, like, you could put it in there, you know, and it's like, well, wait a minute.
1: Like, yeah, which one? What are we yeah. doing? Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> and that becomes... Also, I have to read yeah, the whole article now. That, that becomes actually,
0: kind of great. interesting, too, because I think that is the mechanic, eventually, is like... You are communicating Mm. with like a higher up who is doing these things. And I'm wondering if eventually you start communicating with someone else who's going to tell you to like put conflicts in there to kind of try to trick this thing, you know, to like change the information they get and guide things in a certain direction. And uh, I do think that that is the
1: direction it's going in, you know? What if this game is just like absolutely, nah, but like why would you call something Orwell if it was like very pro-
2: (laughs) just like i
1: read 1984 and i was like good thing they got that guy he was you know you know what (laughs) it reminds me of eric it reminds me of that game a hand with many fingers that we played yeah it reminded me of that too but 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 there was something that was in that game was like spooky right so that game was like you're going through like old files and documents and you're putting together a conspiracy I think a the like the cold war kind of like d- dealing with physical tactical things and you're like so removed from the situation
2: mm-hmm.
1: right like there's a very different thing You know, it's yeah, I mean, this felt
0: dystopian. This felt like very of the moment. And also, I do wonder if it it almost felt like you were logging into fucking Uber or something like that. You know, you're like some weird mechanic, you know, mechanical Turk or like someone who's like ride like the rideshare equivalent of like, you know, I can't find a job in library sciences anymore. So I have to go do the bidding for the
1: fucking CIA (laughs) or something like that. You know what I mean? There's like that element of it, too. Yeah, it's that thing, right, where you're like, you know, if the protection protagonist right like you know a you know like a bad protagonist right like it doesn't make the you know the it doesn't make the the content of the narrative it doesn't mean the content of the narrative is bad it but it but it's right. it it's very disconcerting you doesn't make the, i would excited, say it doesn't make posterity. the game bad you know like yeah right yeah yeah, yeah, no. yeah no i like it yeah thematically
3: it was just like it was i'm was, I was supposed to read this twitter <laughs> yeah, i'm supposed dude. to read this like this. I have to go through her text messages like wait a minute like like right intrinsically automatically i feel like yeah that's, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not okay but beyond that i'm like man, this is mass reading mm-hmm. bro it <laughs> is a lot of
0: reading and um yeah. i'm curious to see how this game opens up as you keep on playing like and need to make more choices specifically because The visual novel component of it, you know, a lot of visual novels we play, it's very limited in terms of what you can actually impact in the story. And Hmm. um, if this is a visual novel, it's kind of just guiding you in a specific sort of direction. You know what I mean? But if it's not, if you can infect things, if there's like multiple endings, if you can do different things, that's interesting to me too, you know? Uh, um, Mm -hmm. I guess I'm just very curious to play more. I I am definitely going to play more of this because I'm taking a little bit of a break from playing you know my massive brain poison games my big strategy games uh to play more games like this i'll probably pick this up at some point over the next few weeks and like try to go a little deeper into it and
1: i'll let you guys know what happens but okay please Please. yeah please do please Please. like i can't like it it feels weird to like get to this point where i'm like i have to say it's a passer play i didn't quite play enough of it to get to the point where i think it's going to start critiquing this right like it has to start critiquing this but like i would feel so uncomfortable it was just like you know i'm i'm like i'm doing some googling and stuff and i'm looking at the app store and like you know one of the reviews is like this is great but like it's about stopping terrorists so if that is uncomfortable to you then like you shouldn't play it and i'm like yeah I know, yeah, we don't like terrorism, like I'm not no, who I'm not pro-terrorism, Who's for it? But, right the surveillance shit, it's, we're living in, we are living in this. I, it yeah. is interesting yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah. The, exactly.
0: I wonder if this will come down as, like, pro-surveillance state on the other side.
1: Because that's the big question, you know? <laughs> it be
0: incredible. It's, it's like, <laughs> so play funny. this game, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it was, uh, it's, uh, you know, just the weirdest propaganda
1: I've ever played. And basically, like, these... But it's, like, not the weirdest propaganda because, like, right. straight up Call of Duty and Rainbow Six, like, yeah, does this yeah, kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. shit, right? And and that's, crazy. like, you know, and those are A title, like, glossy you know like straight Absolutely. up propaganda things and it's so what you know <laughs> yeah. what I appreciate about playing this is like it puts that stuff front and center and it says like this is the game you're playing like you're playing this like and you know, actually this thing. is
0: what you know forget about all this large scale heroic shit you know right it's, you don't get to run no, around and like you're a little you know, pencil pusher it, in a fucking office building in Langley you know like deciding who lives and dies it's, it's fascinating it
1: makes me so <laughs> uncomfortable I <laughs> you know what's
0: fucked up is like I playing this like earlier i was like it's interesting how it shows this thing it's like oh no like i could see myself getting into something like thank god like i didn't go that route you know what i mean like i'm a little creep turns out (laughs) who the fuck knew (laughs) unbelievable Just discovering i'm sadistic and i should have gone like the life of law enforcement terrible i hate myself okay (laughs) Uh, Pass or play? uh, I'll end on it because I'm afraid of what the answer tells uh, says about me. Uh, Nate, why don't you go? (laughs) Uh, Personally,
3: I I, I think I, I agree with Eric to where I didn't play enough of it to say to honestly say pass or or play. I think for me, another type of game that I understand mechanically. If you're into these type of games. It's pretty good. The music I was very into, uh, and I do always mention that because I think that shit's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, yeah, there was it wasn't fun enough for me to get over the hurdle of what I was doing didn't make me like I wasn't being Miles Morales mm-hmm. during that <laughs> during
1: that game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's no um, hero
0: worship going on the same way of like how cool would it be to nah, be able to sit around exactly. and put people in fucking jail. Wouldn't it would be <laughs> awesome. I
3: mean oh, That's right. Yeah, like Fucking, yeah, she's like, oh, a protester. Yeah, well, wait, what was she protesting? <laughs> yes, she was seems protest. like she's right about
0: everything. She's
1: like, left <laughs> right. pharmaceutical company, like you know? Right. Yeah, it would be so funny if, like, the Palestinian aid bundle game ended up being, like, pro-surveillance right. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I also didn't play enough of this game. I have, um... yeah, I. you know, there's there's a little bit of, uh, like, there's a lot this game put up a lot of things in front of me to make to like keep me from enjoying it which is like the like excessive kind of like reading so you know I'm not you know I hate wait like saying that and being like I don't like reading it's like I love reading yeah I've got a lot of things that I love to read and then you know when I play games sometimes I you know it kind of I'd like more gameplay than reading but this is like a fascinating puzzle game I, I can only assume it's you know if not critical of surveillance state you know stuff at least like you know makes you think about it in a way where it's like this is the kind of stuff that runs our lives right now right like this is Mm -hmm. very present while i'm playing it i'm sitting there and i'm like thinking about like the type of stuff that i share with the world you know and i've always been very you know or you know i used to be more skeptical about this, more skeptical of the stuff that i put out in the world and it just became so normalized that like you're just going to put your, everything that you write down or say yep. into or near a device or microphone is just it it exists for somebody to dig through and to like make a case about you being a terrorist and um <laughs> we like it's a we <laughs> It's a fucked up world that we lived in. I'm fascinated by this game. I no idea whether or not it's good or bad or where it comes down. Mm. And so, but, but I think check it out. Like if if a game that like really fucking rattles me in this way, I think is like play. You should should check it out. Worth
3: exploring. Yeah. Explore it.
1: Let me know. Please play more of this and let me know. Like, i will gladly if this comes out as just like straight up pro surveillance thing i will gladly like change my dude and just say this is a pass hard pass hard, hard pass. pass. but you know if this is critical yeah i don't know i'm it's hoof it's fascinating and strange what about you? i Alex? am an unequivocal play on this
0: like regardless of the direction <laughs> it goes and just from like a gameplay standpoint i i i feel like very you know I'm not getting off on the idea of like putting these people away, you know, sort of a thing, but the way in which you sort of invade their privacy to figure the stuff out is very um, fascinating. And if you really do invade these people, pri- you like watch them have an argument in the first chapter with their significant other, you know, yeah. it's like this incredibly like weird peeping Tom shit going on. And, I I think that there is a way that this game plays out uh, without actually being critical of the surveillance state where it still actually is by just sort of showing what's going on. So um I'm definitely a play on this just because like th- you know it I haven't interacted with something like this before that's doing quite as much. And it is a a very simplified version of that. It's not like a nuanced thing and it's guiding the direction, but for a visual novel and a puzzle game to kind of use all this information to, to, to make me think about these things is very,
1: very cool. So. um, Yeah, this is a very well thought Yeah. This Like somebody spent a lot of time. Yeah. And there's a, there's a ton of K- fucking videos
0: fake videos. articles you can read in it too. You know what I mean? Like they put, oh, and to me, I'm like, I, I, you know, being the smart guy I am, I'm a couple steps ahead at this point. You know what I mean? I'm like doing sort of stuff. Um, we played a game that was kind of like this also uh, where you uh, snoop through someone's phone um, within the Jonah episode, which is a fine, like a lost phone. I think it's called, um, but uh, it's, it was very different and not nearly as sort of like all encompassing um
1: yeah yeah that one was like voyeuristic yeah this is like it's what is going on with these games
0: you know what i mean we're just like being little creeps every week eric man well i'm uh that's that's the end of the podcast folks uh nate thank you so much for being a guest on here this was so much fun um thank you is there anything you'd like to plug anything we can we can highlight for you oh gosh uh
3: Nah, especially after all this. Uh,
0: He's gonna go oh delete God, no, all of his fucking me. profiles after this.
3: <laughs> nah, forget that. I, I don't search for nothing. No, man. Uh, you're hurting your post folks. He's off the nah, grid, man. I'm off the grid. I mean, people can find me, Nate Sherman IV, on Instagram. uh I'm a very low key person. Not not looking to go
0: through your phone not at all. <laughs> well, thank you. That was a great episode of our podcast,
1: Alex. I think that we're getting really good at this.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. Um, mm. Next week, uh, we're joined by Jess Marchbank at the, who is the center manager of the All Options Pregnancy Resource Center located in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, We donated to the All Options Hoosier Abortion Fund at the behest of prior guest Andrew Haywood. We got contacted by the organization. I was like, hey, if you ever, you know, just saying like, thanks for donating. You know, let us know if you have any questions. And I was like, well, if you guys have anyone at the center or, you know, at All Options who plays video games, uh, we would love to have them on. And here we are a little over a year later, and uh, we have Jess on. And it's really fun. (laughs) She's oh, great.
1: That's yeah. a great one.
0: Um, our games are Foresighted Fantasy from the Racial Justice and Equality Bundle by Serenity Forge, Jabberwocky from the Racial Justice and Equality Bundle by Python B5, and Horizon of Mercury from the Racial Justice and Equality Bundle by Dual Hammers. Uh, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and check uh, us on the web at Bundle Buddies uh, on Twitter or BundleBuddiesPodcast.com, the website maintained by our webmaster eric t roth
1: oh yeah uh it's cool
0: it's cool i go there sometimes just to to hang out (laughs) it's a fun place to hang out online a place where you can be yourself
1: okay all right that's enough of this alex i love you
0: i love you too
1: Bundle Buddies is produced by Matthew Haddock. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email Bundle Buddies podcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hi, Matt.